0: See, I told you. Oh, Jonathan isn't here. Jonathan said he said you've always been at 27. I said I think you're making that story up. (laughs) Although it could be a possible thing. Hey, for the next week, uh, the handicap bathroom will be out of commission. I'm going to gut it and then put it back together. It it is kind of a mess in there, so uh, we're going to redo the floor so you can't walk on it. So if if you're used to using that, uh, we're going to have to use the other ones, the ladies or the men's. Uh, bathrooms until that gets done so just let everybody know um, I'll, I'll put signs on another keep out that they usually they I was at a place when Lexus Nexus and our EDS and they painted everything and, and uh, they didn't put no signs up I'm like I'm like why do, why don't you put signs up and the painter looked at me and says Mike if I put signs up everybody touches it if I don't put signs up nobody touches anything he goes, it's a, it just, it blows me out of the water. I can paint everything, you can smell the paint, you know it's wet, they won't touch it. You put a sign up here and they have to touch it. It's just human nature. 28, Genesis 28, Father, thank you for your blessings this morning. Thank you for this uh, season that we're in, Lord. The, the world yes. has no idea, Lord, uh, what what they're doing and what they're worshiping. My the Lord is, to them, in most cases, it's it's a money thing and, uh, mm-hmm. Lord, it's commerce and move the product and this and that, but, Lord, is a whole lot more to that. Uh, Lord, it's uh, a, a door that was opened up at Calvary, and, and what a blessing that was. And uh, Lord, you were born into this world, and, and uh, we just want to thank you for that. This is the time of year that we can use that mm-hmm. for your honor and glory. Help us to uh, be all, all uh, willing to have the answer for the hope that's within us, if anybody has. And probably again, you know, we'll praise you in in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 28, <laughs> Joseph is now, or Joseph, Jacob is heading out of Dodge, uh, his mom and dad told him to go somewhere else. Isaac Jake, uh, and Rebecca said, look, we don't want you to marry uh, someone in the land. And there's a reason all for that stuff, and it gets crazy. Uh, we're in a world today where uh, the races are mixed so much you can't really even say anything anymore. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, it gets crazier. Everything's crazy. Uh, man, is it crazy. <laughs> uh, let's just read something here real quick. Uh, verse 28.1. And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan-aram, uh, to the house of Bethuel, of thy uh, mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And God uh, Almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful, multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people, and give thee the blessing of Abraham, uh, and give the blessing and give thee the blessing of Abraham uh, to thee, and to thy uh, seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, uh, which God gave unto Abraham. And Isaac sent away Jacob, and he went to Padan Aram, uh, unto Laban, the son of Bethuel, the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob and Esau's mother. Father again, thank you for your blessing, a blessed morning service, and we we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh Esau, Esau did something bad, and, and he's out of the picture. Uh, but Jacob is getting ready to go do something, too, and he's going to be in a mess here in a little bit, too. i, I got a little note here to put out of the fire into the frying pan. And uh, he thought he had it bad with Esau. Uh, it's going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot worse with uh, Jacob or with uh, Laban. Laban. Laban's going to get him. And uh, let me see here. i got to shut my phone off here, so I can't get anybody to irritate me. Uh, uh, So Jacob takes off. Laban is Rebecca's older brother and knows uh, a whole lot more tricks than Rebecca. That's where Rebecca learned her stuff from. Uh, uh, Usually when you learn how to lie or cheat or steal, you learn that from somebody else. Naturally, a a kid, a baby, learns that, and good parents will kind of beat it out of them. Uh, but, But a lot of people realize that you can get stuff easier sometimes by taking it than to work for it. And working for it just doesn't seem right in this age. Everybody has everything. They want stuff for free. People come across the border down south, they think they're going to come in America and get everything for free. And they do because the government is taking it from, it's like Robin Hood, man. They take from the rich, or they say, but they're actually taking from the poor and giving it to the poor. And and taking a cut off of it in the middle there somewhere. Uh, But that's what they're doing. Jacob is about to learn the lesson in the heart of man. Man's heart is bad. Uh, go to uh, Psalms 64:6. 6. I may have covered this last time, but I'm going to hit it again uh, because uh, I just want to make sure. Man, I tell you what, this world is crazy. Yeah, all you got to do—I I got something here. I'm going to read in just a second. It's, it's insane. I've seen some insane things in my life, uh, and it's just bad. It's just bad when you see Psalm 64:6. 6. Uh, he says this: "They search out iniquities; they accomplish a diligent search." Uh, both the inward thought of every one of them, and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them. So the heart of man is a, is a deep thing. It's a, it's a thought process. There's a difference between your head and your heart. There's always been a difference between your head and your heart. Uh, your heart, uh, out of the, he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So usually when somebody says something, it's coming right from their heart. It's not coming from their head. They haven't had time to think about it. Uh, your heart is deceitful and wicked. Who can know it? God says nobody can know it. He tries the reins of the heart. And when somebody says something, it's a dangerous thing. You gotta, we have to put a guard on our mouth. I, I need to do that myself. I know uh, it, it's dangerous to just say stuff uh, without stopping and thinking of what you say. Here recently, you know, I've been accused of being a uh, Jew hater, uh, anti-Semitic. And I started thinking about that thing. I said, Lord, you know, maybe I ought to be careful on what I say when I'm behind the pulpit that's going out over the air to cause problems. I said, and, and then you get around people and if you say the wrong thing, we got another situation going on right now that, that I'm trying to stay out of totally because I don't want to get involved in it, because I don't want to bring reproach back on the church. And the anymore you our constitution's gonna to have to be corrected or put back into place. So uh, just just so you all know, from here forward, I am not doing weddings for anybody unless you're a member of this church. Number two, nobody's going to do a wedding in this church unless they're a member of this church. Uh, number three, somebody walking off the streets and wanting to do, no. And then to be a member of the church, you got to follow what the, the Constitution says. Yeah, That includes tithing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, You the, the LGBTQ brought that on, <clears throat> because now we're going to have to, I have never implemented a constitution, really, I got one, it's kind of maybe there, kind of this. the only reason I had it is because to get a loan, I had to have one, so I just grabbed one from somebody and got it, and it could, I don't know, it could be a Mormon constitution, I have no idea what a, I just changed the names to protect the innocent and put Anchor Baptist Church at the top, but. Brother Jerry has went through ours, and and we got a copy of another one that is really really good that has been perused and went through by lawyers and everything else. So uh, we're going to doc and got permission to doctor just a hair. I'll tell you to do it and change the names to protect the innocent, and put our name on it, and make sure that it covers certain things uh, because there are some crazy things getting ready to happen on your planet. I would love to say that the world is great and Peachy King and Christ is born in Bethlehem and all that stuff and and everything. Listen to this. A chaplain, I don't know if y'all heard this yet, but you may have. A Christian chaplain in the UK, he's part of the Church of England. Now he's not just, he's a Christian chaplain in the UK, fired, branded a terrorist for preaching to students about their religious rights. Uh, With the intervention of the Christian Legal Center in the United Kingdoms, a Christian chaplain stood his ground uh, after he was accused. Now this ought to make you feel, now two things about this. First of all, this is ridiculous what happened to this man. Number two, why would he do stand up for what he and are you standing up for what you believe? Anyways, we'll go on. I don't want to, I don't want to start the morning out real, real bad. Uh, grounds after he was accused of being a terrorist, which led to his dismissal for preaching a sermon about religious freedom inside the Trent College campus. According to the WND, uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Bernard Randall, 48, preached that religious convictions are, are protected by law and that students are not required to follow the LGBTQ ideology. I never thought a sermon would lead to me being reported a terrorist, uh, the reverend told. Now, I will say this. They, they reported it to their version of the CIA, FBI, and they, they looked at it and said, you guys are morons. And they, they wouldn't even investigate the thing. Here's, here's what he did. He said, the college that I'm in is a Church of England college. The job I have is a Church of England minister. I've been a minister in the Church of England for all my whole life. My family's always been in the Church of England. My grandparents have always been in the Church of England. All I did was said, you can follow, all you have to do is follow the rules the Church of England put forth, and they fired him. Now, brethren, when it gets to the point where somebody in the Church of England which is like that far from being Roman Catholic, when somebody in the Church of England says the LGBTQT, I ought to get that really right instead of making fun of it, uh, the LG, uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queers, or, or Q is what uh, Q is something else, isn't it? Queer, is it? And there's something that covers everything else? Uh, if it's not here, it covers everything else. But, but they're trying to say now you have no choice. You have to do, and you have to accept. I don't have to accept nobody. As a matter of fact, you don't have to accept me. i got a real problem with that. When i got a Bible that sits here and says it's wrong, I've got a problem with that. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to force us to start dictating exactly what we can and can't do. And anybody who walks in those doors are going to have to agree with what? I might even get a document and make them sign it. Put down a deposit and everything. Maybe, I mean... (laughs) I don't know how far you carry that thing really. Uh, It just gets crazy uh, because the world is insane. So here here God foresees a lot of that stuff and he puts it in Abraham and Isaac's heart and Jacob's heart uh, to make sure that what you do, see, God's trying to protect something here. And what most of us don't realize is in our lives, God's trying to protect things in your life. And I'll get into uh, some of that here in just a second. But he's trying to protect some stuff in your life. And if you don't watch out, what the devil will do is he'll start putting all this other stuff, too much information. Way, way too much information. I mean, when, when, when—who really, first of all, who cares? I do care about a Christian chaplain. Uh, Bob Jones Sr. said you can always walk down the same road with anybody as far as you can walk. I'd have to agree with this man right there. I'd have to almost 100% agree with him. Because all he did was say that, hey, students, he never said you have to uh, seek out LGBT people and ridicule them. He didn't say that. He said, basically, he said, the Church of England says that homosexuality is wrong. And you don't have to agree with it just because they say you do. The Church of England says this. You don't have to do this because of that. And you don't have to cowtown cater to them. What he couldn't figure out, he says, why in the world am I in a Christian organization? And we are doing that. What it is, it's money. And you have got to a place right now where money speaks louder than anything else. What they're doing is they're taking the money that's coming in because they're letting all kinds of other students, a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. Now, that sounds mean and cruel. Well, you're mean and cruel. You're telling me I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm not telling you anything. You can do whatever you want. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. Don't get mad at me. I got people mad at me because I do what I want. I mean, why in the world would you get mad at me, but you can do whatever you want and I can't get mad at you? And I don't even want to get mad at you. If you want to do something, go somewhere else and do it. Uh, I've had somebody say, well, I don't know if I want to become part of the church because if I do, uh, then then I have to change some things. First of all, why would you want to be part of the church if you don't think you have to change some things? (laughs) I got saved in 1980. Guess what I realized? That what I did before 1980 was probably going to have to change somewhat. I didn't know all the stuff that was going to have to change and all the things that's changed over the last 42 years. I would not have thought all those would have to change, but some things would have to change. What would make me think that I don't, you know, that's that's childishness. Uh, You're not following the Lord Jesus Christ at that point. You're still following your flesh and claiming the name of God. You speak stuff, but you don't mean it. And that's what the world does. This guy right here, what got me is he, he stood his ground and got fired. He couldn't believe it. He said, I couldn't believe they fired me. Uh, And it's been three years, and and they they hired him back and said, you can't do this and you can't do that. He said, forget you guys, man. So he's suing them. I think, sue them, man. I think it's great. Get all the money you can out of them. Uh, These people are nuts. (laughs) Christmas. I don't know if any of y'all let your kids watch Ice Age. It's a cartoon. It's about dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaurs. So Manny had a Christmas rock. First of all, Christmas started, if anything, 2,000 years ago. It didn't start billions and billions and billions and trillions of years ago. And, and, a, and a mammoth didn't have any part of that. But that's okay. A Christmas rock. And then they put a tree up. And then they got uh, reindeer that, I mean, that's all screwed up. People are just, they're attaching Christmas. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's take the mass off the end of the thing and put Christ in this thing. And it's all about Jesus Christ. The holiday has nothing to do with the world, but what the world has done is brought this thing in. I don't know how I got on but they brought it in, and they're starting to make money on it. The world's crazy. That's why he said what he said here. Go and get a wife from Laban, and don't get one from the people. A little leaven leaven the whole lump. Well, you are where we are. We are where we're at because we let a little leaven in, and a more little leaven in, and more little leaven. Now you got so much leaven in, you don't know how to get. The only thing you can do is get rid of the whole lump. As it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot, the Lord told us very plainly and very clearly. Now, the question is, is, whose side are we going to fall out on? I think I want to fall out on this guy's side, or at least I want to fall out in the same side that he's on at this particular point. I don't want to fall out on the world's side. Brother, each and every one of us have the world in us, and it's in us in a different degree and different ways, and, and we're, we're away from people, and we can run and, I always say it's low-hanging fruit. People, the, a lot of Christians are just low-hanging fruit. They want to hang on the outside or at the bottom somewhere and still do what they want. Why would you want to call yourself a Christian and do that? Why not just go wholeheartedly? And over in Revelation, he says, I would that you were cold or hot. He would rather you go off into the world and do what the world is doing and just live that life. My dad did that for 30 years. He's the best drunk I've ever seen. He was better than any drunk in that, in that bar. He took me to all the bars. I was in some of these biker bars. I mean, these were biker bars. Back then, they weren't biker bars because nobody had bikes. They couldn't afford them. But, but it was equivalent to a biker bar. I mean, these places were messed up. And, uh, I mean, the people were messed up. The, the whole thing was messed up. And they thought they were doing perfectly fine. Everything was good. But my dad, when I realized he got saved in 1957, he was trying to live a worse life. Or he was trying to prove to everybody that he was still worldly, but he was saved. What you'll realize is you can't live like them anymore if you're saved. You know why? Because you've got that spirit of God dwelling in you. And you always got that small, still voice just ir- irritating you that where you can't do anything and, and you'll try and you'll make a bigger mess of it on this side. He tried for 30 years and, I, and then he couldn't. He, he finally gave up. He's a hard-headed guy. Dad, uh, go back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, the heart is deceitful above all things. Jeremiah 17, 9. Jacob's got a bad heart. Laban's got a bad heart. Uh, and desperately wicked, who can know it? The Lord knows it. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to, the, to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. Now, you want to know what's going on in the world today? It's that verse right there. The Lord's tried the hearts. Our government is, is promoting. They just signed a bill in Washington, D.C., the uh, Equal Marriage Act or whatever that was. Uh, and basically it says that gays and lesbians and everybody else can get married. Fine, go on and get married. Uh, do whatever you want to do. Marriage is an ordination, ordained thing from God. It has nothing to do with, you might as well just live in the same house together. What's the difference? But what happened here is we did that. We wanted the tax exempt. We wanted our government to say Christianity is the one that you're going to give. And really it wasn't us, it was a Catholic church. But uh, they, they wanted that tax exempt. Now that you got it, everybody else wants that thing too. So they're going to now model what you're doing so they can get it. And the way they do it is, is the marriage act. Because now that we can get married, we can now be two in a house together, and we can get kids, and we, we're not here to recruit. They're here to recruit. They don't reproduce, they recruit. Man, I don't know, I'm, I'm getting way off on that thing. I just, ah, it irritates me, man, that a, a Christian church would do that. And here's Jacob, and here's Esau. Verse six, and when Esau saw, saw, here you go, and when Esau saw, saw, when Esau saw, that's a tongue twister in itself, when Esau saw, saw that Isaac blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan and Aram to take a wife from thence, and that uh, as he blessed him, he gave him a charge saying, thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Now there's a reason for that. Uh, I wasn't in Canaan at the day. I don't know exactly what, I know Moses married a black woman. Uh, he married an, uh, a woman, that, and that was uh, his brother, and, and Miriam and Aaron had an issue with that. God didn't seem to have an issue with it. Uh, this thing is so convoluted that I, I'm not going to put thumbs down and say this is wrong, this is right. Uh, I mean, there's no way you can say what is going on in this thing. Uh, there's, races are, we're mutts, man. Yeah. Uh, if you're a European, you're a mutt. I'm white, you're not, a, you're a mutt. Now, if you were an American Indian, you were probably a mutt too. Uh, the Indians, they would go in and break people up and break tribes up and take the women, do all that. That's what they did overseas. Uh, you read your Bible back through there and the Jews come through there and they'd go in and take a, and they'd take all the women. I mean, this, this thing is just crazy. It's just, we, we can put our prejudice or our preferred things in there and say this, this and this. Really what you wanna do is you wanna get God right in the middle of the thing. You want God to bless what you're doing. And if he doesn't bless it, don't do it. Just just don't do it. Jacob, you know what he's got to learn here? He's got to learn that lesson. Here's the lesson we're going to learn in chapter 28. When Esau saw that, uh, he said, uh, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Verse 7, And that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother and was gone to pay pay Danoram. And Esau, seeing the daughters of Canaan, pleased not Isaac, his father, Then went Esau unto Ishmael and took unto unto, unto the wives, uh, which he had uh, Mala, the daughter of Ishmael's Abraham's son, and uh, the sister of Nebajah to be his wife. Now, he did that a direct rebellion against his dad. Uh, That's just just the nature of sin. Sin will take you further than you want to go and keep you longer than you want to stay. And usually when sin starts approaching, uh, the bitterness comes in. Uh, He says over in Proverbs six things I hate, seven is abomination. One of them is pride. And pride goeth before a fall and a haughty spirit before, no, pride, yeah, goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So thank you. So when you sit there and look at that thing, pride is a dangerous thing. Only by pride cometh contention. And you got to sit here, if there's an issue between you and somebody else, there's a pride issue. And you got to be honest with yourself, is it me or is it him or is it us? Uh, And if it's between you and the Lord, uh, I can tell you right now, you can just eliminate the Lord as the problem. Uh, The problem is you or me. If it's between me and the Lord, that's where the problem lies. Jacob, Jacob does what his dad says Esau doesn't. It shows out later on down the road, uh, all that stuff plays out. Uh, Time and chance happen to every man. So all you got to do is wait it out. Sometimes lessons in life are only learned by living. You can't learn them any other way. It's impossible to learn them. Uh, I can tell you, you can go into a book and you can get book learning. I knew a girl who, who took uh, all the courses for uh, Cisco routers. Uh, she was CCNA, CCNP, all four levels of CCNP. She didn't even know what color a router was. I know guys who worked on routers all day long, switches and everything else, and could not pass those tests. And they they could go in, configure them. They could do everything in the world. She could not configure one of those things if she had to. But boy, she could pass a test. She could understand, read the book. Uh, assimilate the knowledge and regurgitate it but couldn't figure out what to do with it Uh, and I mean she had no experience she got mad at me when I told her she didn't have no experience that's like when you tell somebody that what they're doing is wrong they get mad at you they have no experience they don't know what right and wrong is anyways they just know I'm right and you're wrong and, and what I'm doing is right and I'm in America I can do whatever I want well I hate to say this but God supersedes America and whether, whether we like that or not, it's, you're going to have to come to that place where uh, I was in the Navy, and the Navy tried to supersede. I said, sorry. I said, we stop right there. I would die for my country. I would still die. But when you try to put yourself and in, interject yourself between me and God, I said, you just lost. And if I have to lose in the process, then I lose. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm done with it. Because, first of all, God supersedes everything on this planet and universe. So forget the rest of it. Jacob, verse 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So now, for the next chapter or two, you're going to get away from everything going back here. Isaac and and Rebecca and Esau and all the stuff going on back there. Uh, You're going to get right into what Jacob is doing. And Jacob uh, went out from Beersheba and went uh, toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took the stones of that place and put them for a pillow and laid down uh, in that place to sleep. It was a dark place. He was afraid to go on. Man, back then, it was a mess. I tell you what, it, it was a, you start reading about uh, what went on back there, and there was marauders walking around all the time. They were just robbing everybody. Um, numbers, numbers. it was safer in numbers. They'd have groups of people. Uh, you read about David's uh, when he was down in Ziklag and all this. I mean, people would come here and whole groups of people would come through. David had 600 men with him. Uh, Plus their families. I mean, he probably had 1,200, 1,400 people by the time he got done. And they would go through and just wipe out cities and take everything they had. And and then the next day, somebody else would wipe out the city and take everything they had. Uh, That's just the way it was. Uh, We sit there and say, oh, well, no, that's not the way we should, because we're all civilized. We don't even know what civilized is. Uh, Those people, it's a dark place. So Jacob stops on the way, and he stops right at a place called Bethel. Uh, He didn't know that yet, but that's what it is. It's a dark place. You know, you learn most everything you're going to learn usually in the dark places of your life. What's wrong with most people is they, they can't stand. Our country, the problem with our country is it's a social country. That's what this phone is, a social media. You have, oh man, I mean, we're, I'm sitting at home watching something, a documentary or whatever on TV. And, or we could watch anything that the girls want to watch and they all got their phones out. They go into another room and they got their phones out. I'm like, what are you doing? Nothing. (laughs) You got to be doing something. Your thumbs, are you just cleaning the cover? I mean, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm just looking at, I'm just looking. Beth is laughing back here. She knows it's true. (laughs) Beth is one of them. She's guilty. (laughs) I mean, she says, she tells me all this stuff. And then, and then if I go out now, here you go watch this. If I go out and look at anything, I get called everything but human. She can do it. That's perfectly fine. But me, if I go, I can ask her, what do you think about this? And she can tell me what's going on. If I go out to find anything about that, what are you doing out there looking at that? <laughs> I don't understand it. I really don't. Social. we're, you know why? we're a social. We're a social country. You look at rock concerts. You look at whatever you want to do. Uh, brethren, we're, it's, it's over. It's, it's over. I hate to be the bearer of bad news at Christmas time. But... John Lennon said that the Beatles were greater than Jesus Christ. Then he, he corrected that, and he said, look, here's really what I meant. We have more effect on, Jesus, on, on the young people than Jesus Christ is having effect. And that's exactly true. Now, here's the problem. You got the Beatles sitting here, and then you got John, or you got uh, Rod, Rod Stewart sitting here, and the Rolling Stones sitting here, and then all your rap groups over here, and all your country groups over here, and all your Bebops down here, and whatever else is out there. You got all this, then you got Hollywood in the mix of this thing. And now, if if they're not, if they're getting hundred thousand here and they're getting hundred thousand here, it doesn't matter. The devil don't care how he's getting the hundred thousand. All he cares about is he's getting them all over the place. By the time he's done, he's got 20 or 30, 40, 50 million young people following him. Yeah. How's the church even going to compete with that? You know what? A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. That's why Isaac and Rebecca told Jacob, don't do this. Isaac is where he is because his daddy did for Isaac what Isaac and Rebecca is trying to do for Jacob. Re- I, uh, Abraham... When he got Rebecca and that thing all split off, he knew that Or when Abraham had Sarah, he knew that he needed to keep that thing in There's a reason for that. God's going to do some things down the road. Uh, It's a dark place. Where where Jacob is, it's a dark place. It's a lonely place. You will learn more about God in a lonely place or a dark place than you'll ever learn with around 35, 45, 50, 60, 70, 100 people. Because the 100 people are just going to keep moving around. Everything's going to be moving around. And you're not going to learn a thing. You need to get all by yourself. But see, we just don't naturally like that. So you know what God does? He brings things into our life that causes that. And he gets you off to the side somewhere. Uh, It's a fearful place. It's a hard place. Man, he's all around rocks. I don't know about you. I've never had a rock for a pillow, I don't think. Uh, But I can't even imagine having a pillow. I've had pillows that are like rocks, but i never had a rock for a pillow. But it's a, it's a still place. It's a place of rest. It's still He can still rest here. And he's stopping and he's thinking, I, who knows what's going through this guy's head. But it's, it's the fate of all flesh to end up in this place. You're going to find out if God's really going to deal with you, he's going to move you off to the side somewhere and get you away from everybody and make you start thinking, who are you serving? What is your purpose? What, what are you actually doing? Do you understand what you're doing? You're, you, you don't walk in this life just haphazardly like a, like, you ever played pinball, man? When I was a kid, we used to go into pool halls all the time, and they had pinball machines. and They were about this wide, and you'd flip the ball, and it'd go up there, and that ball would just bounce off everything, and the whole game was to try to keep the ball up in here, bouncing off everything, and hit over here, and you get more points. Now, that's what some people's lives are like. They're just bouncing off everything. What are you doing? You can't serve God and mammon. He's already said that. You can't do the both. Yeah, we think we can. No, we can't. No, we can't. No, you can't. Church, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday nights are just really, man, my grandmother was the greatest. I mean, I like the way she said it. She goes, Mike. She was like 500 years old when she said this. She goes, Mike, church is uh, Sunday morning to get you through Sunday night. I'm like, there's only like six hours between Sunday morning and Sunday night. Don't matter. So, okay. She goes, and Sunday night is to get you to Wednesday. And Wednesday is to get you to Sunday morning Sunday school. I'm like, okay, I got you. Sunday school is to warm you up for Sunday morning service. I got it, man, I got it. Here I am, a long haired hippie, and got it. I knew exactly what was going on. My uncle gave me a book of Pilgrim's Progress, I read it. (coughs) I had the picture right there. If I didn't get nothing else out of that book, I understood I was lost and I'm headed to heaven. I'm lost and headed to heaven. And a whole lot of things are going to happen in the middle, and I'm not going to do everything just exactly right, but I'm lost, I need to get saved, I'm headed to heaven. I did get saved, I'm headed to heaven. Where are you headed today? Have you ever thought about that? You ever stop and think about that? You know the only time you ever think about it is when you're alone? If you're out there with a bunch of other people and constantly have to have something to do to keep your... i tell you what, it's, it's miserable for me right now. I am sitting here watching everybody do stuff, and I'm like, I have no part of any of it. I'm like, Lord, I'm a waste. I've never been this old before, so I don't know how to act. <laughs> i seen this T-shirt. Uh, people said, act your age. Uh, it's, it comes up on my PC all the time. It says, uh, everybody tells me to act my age, but I've never been this old before. But that's like every second that thing changes, so I've never been that old either, or that old, or that old, or that old. I don't know how to act old. Uh, you Young people, you know what I know? Young people have to live. If I try to impose on young people everything I know, man, you're talking about a bunch of miserable young people. They won't be able to do anything except eat, maybe. I can tell them how to eat. Eating's good, but I'm telling you what, the rest of that stuff, you, young people, you gotta learn. You gotta learn how to get out there. You're gonna find a dark place, a lonely place, a fearful place. Hey, don't worry about none of that stuff. What you wanna do is you wanna make sure that the Lord's right there, a hard place, a still place. Uh, we just got to have that. I just said that, but I know we just got to have it. We do not seem to be able to walk in close fellowship with God until the lights dim. For some reason, man, you, you see him falling out of an airplane. Oh, God, why did you wait till you fell out of the airplane to call our God? Why did you wait? I, Dr. Roman once said we was in a church down there, and he was preaching. He goes, he goes you know, it would really be good if he had an altar call. Man, I should I probably getting better altar calls. He goes, uh, he goes, here is a soft altar, man, padded floors, everything. He got padded, please. everything, air conditioning's on in here's the middle of summer. He goes, air conditioning's on, everybody's coming. He says, it's all comfortable. You know, it'd be really good if you just come down right now and got things right with God. It would be really great. Everything's perfect. But no, you'll wait till you're in a car upside down and gas is dripping all over the place, getting ready to blow up, burn. Then you'll want to get right with God. He goes, why won't you just do it right now? Because our flesh is constant. I I need, if you're sitting here right now thinking, I need to be somewhere else, then you got a problem. You are, I'm right where I need to be. I don't need to be anywhere else. Uh, At at best, I should be sitting out there and somebody else sitting up here. But this is right where I should be this morning. I shouldn't be anywhere else. Or I should be in another church somewhere, being a blessing to some other church. That's where I should be. Uh, We can, we can, uh, we do not seem to be able to walk close to God until the light is given uh, and the curtains of pain. Hey, you ever notice people get they want they want the preacher always there with them to pray? Have you ever learned how to pray? I didn't think a preacher ever had to come where I was at. I said, I said in Beth, me and her was in the hospital and, and she was in trouble, and I'm her husband, and I'm sitting there and I wasn't even praying with her. <laughs> I was like, I was stupid. You know, I didn't know, man. I was in a daze, and all of a sudden I got like kicked in the back of the head, said, Hey, you moron, are you gonna pray? Or are you gonna ask me something? I've had preachers come into where I was at, and they could come or not come. I don't need a preacher to come and tell me. You say, "Well, you're a preacher." No, I did that before I was a preacher. I think that you should have a relationship with God. How do you get that relationship? You're going to watch Jacob. You're going to get it. And when I and when I wish to get a blessing or get a lesson from a mass, you know what? I would rather sit down and talk to somebody who has been through trials and tribulations of life. And listen to them than to the, than the go any book doctor. Or, how about this COVID thing? You've got to have COVID or shots or we're going to kick you out of the military. Now, they're taking away the, the statute that says you have to have a shot in the military. What is up with that? Wait a second. If it's that good, you mean, you mean it's only good for this period of time. I think everybody who got kicked out ought to go back and sue them. And, get, and But you know who they sue? They sue you and me. So I don't know if I really agree with that. But the sooner you break our government, the better off we're going to be. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know it's going to be taken out of context. I got that. But until, I mean, if you can get anything, get it. I'm all for it, man. I'll help you fill out the paperwork. <laughs> Come see me, man. I'll tell you what to do. Get it. Why? Because everybody else is getting it. The people coming across the borders are getting everything. Yeah. And I, I'm not even at the border. I heard him the other day. you talking about insanity. We're not gonna build the wall, but the people are coming across the border. This is, this is the Democrats talking. So down in Arizona, they take empty containers, which they got billions of them, and they start stacking the containers up because you can't get through the containers because the containers are just like a wall. So it's cheap, man. We just set them on the ground, one right after the other. We have to stack them on top of each other. and You can't get over them. The government is suing the state of Arizona because they're putting containers on government ground. Is this insane or what? We're in the same asylum run by the inmates. You know what the problem is, is there's so much noise going on, our government can't make a decision anymore. It can't do it. It cannot do it. It just cannot do it. Uh, everybody is saying we got to have this. I feel sorry for the Congress. You've got 100 men and women sitting up there having to make a decision for an entire nation of 350, 400 million people. And as, at the rates they're coming across, it's going to be 500 million before you're too long. There's no possible way they can please everybody. You can't please everybody. And nobody wants to make anybody hurt or feel bad. That's where the LGBTQ thing comes in. They're, they're using that. The devil's using that against everybody else. It's such a minority group, it's pathetic. Uh, Jacob is sitting here, and people get mad. They say, well, you're, you're, you're upset with queers. Why? Well, you should be too. I don't know about you, but I got five kids, and I wouldn't want any of them to be queer. And they're married to five people, or four people. I'm trying to get the other one married at all. But they're married to four people, and I wouldn't want any of them to be queer. I've got... Two granddaughters and two grandsons. And they will always be granddaughters and grandsons to me. I will tell them what a granddaughter and grandson is and should be. If they ever get to a place, first of all, I don't want them to ever get to a place where they'll even question that. And if the schools we put them in, or they put them in, question that, well, then I'll help them get into another school or homeschool or something else. But I mean... It's easy to tell. Bella is a girl. Uh, Riley is a girl. Now, she may think she's a boy, and she may think she owns everything, just like Bella does. In, in, the, in, the, in the long run, she is a girl. And Alex and Wally are boys. How hard is that? It's not. But yet this world wants you to do this. They want you to be positive thinking. You got to be positive. The real lessons are learned at the feet of the disciples who have graduated from the school of loneliness and pain. You go through somebody with gone gone through pain. I mean, people. I've seen people say, "I can't deal with this. I can't." Beth was the funniest thing in the world. Uh, My father-in-law was having his roof done, and this this guy, you know, he's he's up here with no shirt on, masculine man, hits his finger with a hammer, and he comes down off that roof because he's got to quit for the day because he hurt his finger. Man, you ought to see Beth ate his lunch, man. She goes, my husband fell off the roof, broke his foot, got back up, re-roofed the whole house, did blah, that, blah, 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 and you ain't gonna get up on that roof. I'm like, man, I'm glad she's not my boss. <laughs> but but here's, here's a, you look at people and you think they're manly. Oh, somebody sent me, somebody sent me, did you send me that? Do I have that? Man, I'm like, this is gonna upset people. I know it's gonna upset people. It's gotta upset people. I, to, I thought it was funny though, man. I thought it was hilarious. So we'll see. If you, if you wanna leave the church, come talk to me. Donkeys, 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 donkeys. Here it is. Lady. It's a lady. She's got this thing. Anybody seen this? She goes, He left me because I said I don't like electric cars. He just grabbed his man purse, pulled his hair up into a bun, and said, When the car is charged in an hour, I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it is, man. The, uh, Cassandra told me that, the airway down here, <laughs> airway, airway and, uh, and uh, uh, Colonel Glenn, there's an Ace car lot that burnt, uh, a car wash that burnt up. It was a Tesla that went through there and burnt the thing up. Yeah, it was an electric car, man. Now, now I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they're not supposed to get wet. They're all electric. There's nothing in it that's not electric. It's all electric. Uh, uh, gas cars, I mean, they got some issues too, but, but I'm telling you what, uh, you down in, they, they, on the side of the road, they burnt one up one day. It was burning up. And the, and the police and the fire department just stood way, way, way back, man. They said, Look, we don't know what is coming off of that car. We have no idea. They let it burn up, burn the road up, burn everything up. They don't care. It's just sitting there. See, I've done offended him. Look, he's leaving, man. <laughs> but, but, I mean, brethren, we, are, we have got to the place. What are you going to do when they shut the electricity off? The whole country stops. You say, well, you're excessive. I'm telling you, man. I'm a technician, but I'm, I'm telling you this is It's right. If you can't see the handwriting on the wall, there's a problem here. You're missing the whole thing. We're being led like sheep to a slaughter. Nah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's great. 15 minutes with a man. You get, I get with somebody and, and I, I love being around Dr. Roman. I knew he took grief from just about everybody in the whole wide world. I've been in churches before and I'd walk in with suits and ties on, shut my mouth. Southern Baptist Church, I don't care. I'd I'd, I'd go to churches all over the place, and somebody would have something going on. I'd go just to be nice and dressed up, nice and neat and clean. And and the preachers all come up to you, man. All of a sudden, oh, man, look, I got this prospect. And then they find you at at PBI, and they go, oh, you're at Pete's church. I'm like, that guy's got more knowledge in his fingernail than you got in your entire brain in the college he came from. And I said, as a matter of fact, he went to the college he came from, and they said he had more brains than you got and they got. And I said, that's disrespectful for you to say that. But I've been around that guy and just sit there and, man, I mean, just two minutes of him saying something. Yes or no from him meant more to me than five hours worth of conversation with anybody else. Because I knew when the yes or no behind that guy, there's a reason why he's going to say yes or no because of some reason. Now, if I can get him to tell me what that reason is, that would even be better. And he dreamed a dream. Now, I want to get to that. I'll stop right here. Jacob. Jacob's over there, he's in the past, he's sleeping he's, got, he's dreaming, man There's a, I mean, you're on a rock, it's, I mean, he didn't take Motrin or none of that stuff, see they didn't need any of that stuff back there, man, they just lay down and go sleep on a rock and they're perfectly happy, we gotta have NyQuil and everything else to do it uh, and he dreamed a dream, and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven and behold the angels of God ascending and descending upon it the ladder is a picture of Jesus Christ don't ever forget it, that's exactly what that is uh, there's only one way. You, hear all, you go all through the New Testament and the whole New Testament, uh, you hear people say, well, you, you believe uh, once saved, always saved. There is only one door. Go to John chapter 10 real quick, and then I'll stop. This will be it. I'll stop because I just got the bill. I got one minute. At that clock? John chapter 10. You ever read your Bible? Interesting. Interesting book. Interesting book. You ever wonder why it's written the way it's written? Verily, verily, John chapter ten, verse one. I'll read this and be done. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way. Why would you climb up if you're going through a door? What would make you climb? Have you, has anybody ever went through a door and climbed up? No, you go open the door and walk through it. He's the ladder. You can't get there without him. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as the thief and the robber. You get there any other way than Jesus Christ and going up that ladder. He set that thing up. What we need is we need somebody on this earth to grab my dirty hand and somebody on this earth to reach into heaven and grab heaven Amen. and hold the two together and can be stable enough that I can climb up that thing. And I got up it. And I, I got up it before I ever got there, man. I was When I made the decision, before I started climbing, I was there. And then now the rest of it is just climbing. He said angels descending, uh, ascending, and descending. But the, the, the direction there was, uh, and behold, the angels ascending and descending on it. It gives the impression that angels are going up, that there's always, the Bible says you entertain angels unaware. And I believe that. Uh, there's angels all over this planet. There's demons all over this planet also. Uh, brother. I'm telling you what, we, we need to be very careful. We need to make some decisions going into 2023 uh, individually about what we want to do in life. And I think the Constitution is a really good thing that we need to do uh, because that way we can give it to each one. And you need to make a decision what I want to do. It's, it's going to be more and more apparent on, on what we have to do. And and in the job force, I really, I'm really, man, that's going to be crazy in the job force. Uh, but they're going to, they're going to push stuff, and they're going to continue to push stuff, and they're going to continue to push stuff, and they're not going to let go of it uh, until uh, they get what they want. And what you got to do is be ready to make some decisions on what you're going to have to do, uh, and let that thing go, or, or take it, or do whatever you got to do. But uh, Jacob, Jacob is, is in a place where he's starting to walk with God now, and that's where each and every one of us need to get. Uh, he's alone, he had to get away from mommy and daddy, he had to get away from brothers and family and all the other stuff, and he had to get out here and make some decisions. And I'm gonna serve God or I'm not. And he goes on the rest of this chapter, and he says, if you do this, you do this, I'll do that. Well, 20 years later, guess what? He finally gets the picture. And he comes back down that path 20 years later. It doesn't take 20 years to make that decision, by the way. Father, thank you for your blessings this morning. Bless the morning service, and we'll praise you in Jesus' name.